0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. What's your question for Governor Herbert?
2: Call 801-575-8255. This is Let Me Speak to the Governor. And we're so pleased you're joining us today. Thank you for listening and thanks to those who have been patient waiting on the phone line. And Governor, with your permission, I am going to go to Lisa on the line in Midway right now. Lisa, say hi to the Governor. Oops, that's that's not Lisa, I don't think. Get the right button pushed. Boy, right. no kidding! I need to push the right button here because uh, I I heard that breath and I knew that was not Lisa, but I think we have her now. Lisa, go ahead.
0: Hello, um, good afternoon, Doug. good afternoon, Governor Herbert. My question is: the last time, Governor, that I heard you on the Doug Wright show, um, someone asked a question about medicinal marijuana, and you indicated that I believe it was the University of Utah is Studying. Yes. Um, But my question is with so many states already using medicinal and recreational marijuana, why isn't existing data already being used? It would seem to me that this would be redundant.
1: Well, I think the basis for some states in doing and using uh, marijuana has stemmed from some kind of uh, medicinal purpose, but it's really been recreational use that they're after. And it's anecdotal story rather than scientific data. And so I think that's the difference. Uh, We're saying in Utah we ought to have the science to back it up, not just anecdotal data. Uh, There may be some benefit that comes from pain uh, suppression and other benefits. I know we've already agreed that uh, cannabis oil can help in reducing seizures. And under a doctor's direction, you can access cannabis oil, uh, a derivative of marijuana plant. Um, we have uh, a report that will come from the University of Utah, probably around April, where we'll have some science now to to actually hopefully give us direction as far as medicinal use of of marijuana. Uh, we still have a problem which is bothersome to me, and I wish that the Obama administration, in particular, which was supportive of recreational marijuana, would have said, "Let's change the federal law." Because it is still a, a challenge for us to get around the federal law, which says it's illegal. And that law to be changed. If we don't like the law. Let's change the law so we don't break the law. It's bothersome to me that we still have a federal law in the books that says we cannot use ma- marijuana for medicinal purposes or for recreational use. So that's an area that, that we got to take care of. And let's see if maybe the Trump administration can get that fixed. I think the science is going to tell us whether we can or can't use it for medical purposes. I think it should be a controlled substance. It should be administered by a doctor. Uh, prescribed by a doctor and, and, and distributed by a pharmacist, some kind of controlled substance, so that people don't self-medicate and, and so that they actually get uh, what their body really does need based on the science. And that's not asking too much, and I think we ought to push in that direction, and, and all we're doing is wasting time by arguing whether it should be anecdotal or whether there should be science behind it. I think uh, most people need to. I think that it should be a, a science-based decision.
2: This time, let's go to Jen, who is joining us uh, from West Jordan. Jen, you're on Let Me Speak to the Governor.
1: Hi, Doug. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Governor, I just have a question about the state minimum wage. Uh, You're talking about the booming economy and how the legislature is always uh, very common sense in their approach to uh, legislation. But uh, the minimum wage is
0: really low for this state. You can't live in Salt Lake on
1: minimum wage, and I've actually in the last couple of months had uh, two employees leaving the company I work for, um, one moving out of state because they just can't afford to live in Utah anymore. Um, And companies are slow to react because they're waiting for, they've said that they're waiting for the state to raise the minimum wage, Um, but seven-something an hour is, is hardly enough to support yourself, let alone a family. Is the legislation looking at doing anything? Well, I don't know of any pieces of legislation that are on uh, uh, being introduced to talk about raising the minimum wage in Utah. I recognize the debate and the argument back and forth about it. Uh, I think uh, we've done a number of studies out of Washington and about the pros and cons of minimum wage and the argument: Hey, if five seventy-five is enough, what, what what's the number? Is it ten fifty? Is it twenty dollars? Make it whatever you want. Minimum wage has never been designed to be. Uh, a living wage, as people call it. It's designed to be a minimum wage. And when you raise the minimum wage, there are people that win and there are people that lose. Mostly those who are losers uh, typically in the marketplace across the country are minorities that have less skill, less education, and young people who have less skill and less education. And so they end up having a higher unemployment rate. So it's a mixed bag on whether it's good to have government raise the the minimum wage to pick a number. Um, <clears throat> I think some, like myself, are, think that the marketplace actually does a better job of determining what, in fact, the minimum wage or what a particular job description is worth in the marketplace. All jobs are not created equal. And um, so I, we we look around. If you're looking to get a job at Wendy's or McDonald's, you know, they're paying way above minimum wage because they know they can't get anybody to work there at a minimum wage. And so they're paying 8 nine, ten 9 $10 an hour. Which is, you know, four or five bucks above minimum wage. And that's what the market demand is. So I'm more inclined to let the market make those determinations. By the way, we've been listed as the best place in America for business and for careers six out of the last eight years. But this last year, we dropped from number one to number three. And the interesting reason for it is because our salaries and our wages are going up. So we're not as. uh, labor friendly to the business community because our costs of labor are going up. That is a direct reflection of the marketplace. The demand for labor, we have a shortage uh, of labor. Uh, we have a demand for more skills in the marketplace. And so our unemployment's going down. Our wages, our household income now is about 13th highest in the nation. So, again, the market's working very well, and I can tell you that wages are going up now because of the laws of supply and demand and our healthy economy.
2: You're listening to Let Me Speak to the Governor. We are going to come back. We'll break for our news here at the half hour, and then we'll come back. We'll take several more phone calls. We have Cindy who's on the line, Jen uh, we just chatted with, Dave is also on the line, uh, Anetta is also with us. We'll share some of the text messages, all on Let Me Speak to the Governor. A number again to call is area code 801 801- and it's five seven five eight two five five. We have our Sandy Collins who is standing by in the KSL twenty four hour news center with our lead story.
1: It is twelve thirty one.